Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the episode 110 of the Red Hawk Recap, and if you're new here, we talk about all sorts of stuff, from the top to the bottom. Grab yourself a refreshment, get that posture cranked up, let's get serious here for one hour. Ah, we got a special guest today coming on here in about 20 minutes. We got William Montgomery, the big red machine from Kill Tony. But first, what make this podcast possible? Thank you, Gloria Tells, for that little intro. Is Phillips Law. One billion plus, one for their clients. Trusted and recommended since 1993. Over 1,800 plus Google reviews. Official partners of the Arizona Cardinals and ASU Sun Devils. You need Phillips Law Injury Firm. And the Phillips official call line is 602-388-1669. They have attorney available exclusively for our audience, family, and friends for any legal advice they may need free of charge. And I know some of my students have been using it because those lawyer fees can get hefty. So, okay, I've been having a great week. My body's been healthy. I've been able to train twice a day since Monday. And uh, I'm, my body's feeling sore, sore but happy. Anytime I'm sore, anytime I can get through a tough workout, I'm so thankful because I've been through so much bullshit injuries in my life. So a bag of smoke, if those of you are wondering, everyone's always asking about this bag. What the fuck is that bag he's smoking? It's a Stores and Bickle product. And uh, they vaporize the herb, heat it up, vaporize it. It's one of the healthiest ways to consume the cannabis product. Uh, so I've been enjoying that lately. MMA fights upcoming. There, there was some big news. Well, it, it literally just got announced yesterday that Volk, I don't know if the UFC officially announced it, but the Volk versus Ilya. UFC 297, January 20th. I was like, damn, that's sweet. That's a big fight. That's such an interesting fight. It'll probably be such of a banger of a fight. And then all of a sudden, they announced uh, Volk is in for Charles Oliveira. And that fight is next weekend. I did a little short video of the, my thoughts on that on my page here. But we'll talk about it here also. Volk's going to fight Islam in 10 days notice. Like, holy smokes. And automatically when you hear that, you, you think like the Bisping Rockhold. Rockhold beat the tar at a Bisping. Bisping took the fight on 10 days notice later on and knocked him out cold. It's definitely a possibility. I think Volk is definitely going to let his hands go a little bit more. He's going to let loose. Is he prepared for a five-round battle? Who knows? He's a, he's a stud, but when you have a grappler that's pushing, some, pushing the grappling on you and uh, making you sprawl, making you get up, those, those wrestling exchanges zap your energy. So has he been making stakes down under? Or has he been training hard? Who knows? But I'm excited for it. It's a it's a huge fight. It's definitely a different fight for Islam too. I wonder what Islam thinks about it. Um, 
Who knows? They think they might think they're just going to smoke him now because he's not doesn't have a full fight camp. I'm excited for it. Um, also, they said Paulo Costa got surgery three weeks ago on his elbow. And he's not going to pull out of the fight. But I wonder if the UFC will allow it or if or if the commission in Abu Dhabi are going to allow that knowing that happened. But three weeks out, that means, and you just got surgery on your elbow. That means you're not probably really doing any grappling. You're not sprawling. Um, you're not doing any grappling. Maybe you're hitting the bag with your right hand and your left left leg, right leg, some elbows. But not the one you got surgery on. And it looked like I think it was his right arm too. And he, I think he tweeted, he's not going to pull out of this fight. He beats Kamzat 99 at 100 times. Um, and then I saw Daniel Cormier said they're working on already a backup for, for that fight, for Hamzat. And he said it'll blow your guys' minds. And I'm like, what fight would blow our minds as the co-main event? And I thought Bo Nickel. I'm like, imagine if they're like, you know what? Let's fucking let Bo Nickel run it with Kamzat. That would blow my mind. And that would make me just as pumped up for Costa Chemaev. Other than that, there's no, it doesn't seem like maybe another 185 that would be like, whoa. But who knows? We'll see. We'll see what they come out with. And then we got Logan and Dildo Danis three days out. Oh, uh, this was this was said on. I um, think this was said on. I think it was Jake Paul's podcast with Logan. They were talking about it. Dylan Danis has about sixty thousand dollars to his name, and then that's being generous. Now, because of the lawsuit, he has to fight you to make the money. Otherwise, he's gonna declare bankruptcy. But even then, it doesn't end. You put liens on every paycheck he gets for the rest of his life. Yeah, that's trying to garnish his wages, Daniel. Think it's too far doing that, Jay? Like him suing him? Yeah. Well, it's Nina being suing petty. Him. Is it? That must have really, really got under Logan's skin, though. Like, yeah, you can bad. tell he's sensitive, though. He's always looked like. But he, he like Dylan's trying to go as personal as possible. <laughs> so it's like, okay, if you want to fuck around and fuck around that way, let's do it. You want to try to fuck my life up and my relationship with this girl that I love up? Yeah. I'm going to fuck your life up. Who gives a shit? Yeah, free and, game, I guess, like whatever. And it seems like Dylan's stressed about that lawsuit. Like Sugar talks about getting sued like that. Because if you lose that lawsuit, now it's like, wow, I'm now I'm all of a sudden however many hundred thousand dollars in debt. And if you lose you a lawsuit. You have that to pay it type shit. I wonder if you lose a lawsuit. I've never really heard of that. You lose a lawsuit to someone and they start garnishing your wages. When you get paid, they take that money out of your paycheck. That would money. be fucked. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, fuck it. Fuck it, I'm high. Who you uh, got winning, though? Did you pick? Or did you talk about that already? Boxing-wise, Logan's going to beat him up. You think so? He's probably going to TKO him, dude. I feel like they both like just have mediocre boxing, so it's just going to be a mid-fight. Yeah, but Logan's been training, training. boxing. Has he like, though? I I think he has, bro. Or he's been training WWE. Yeah, probably mo <laughs> mostly that. But it, you see, you see Dylan hit the pads or something. He has like zero crap. But have we seen footage of Logan hitting the pads lately? He, yeah, he's big. He's he's long. You can tell he he knows how to punch and turn over his punches and crack someone more than Dylan. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like it's like too. More than Dylan. Do you think dude. like equivalent to belts is it like two white belts boxing? 
or blue I, belt? I bet you Logan's better than better than people think, especially in the gym. He's such an athlete. He works with, mm-hmm. I mean, some pretty good trainers. If he was that terrible, okay, yeah, he's way huger than Floyd. If he was that bad, Floyd would have made him look fucking terrible. I know he's way bigger, and it's different because of that. But Floyd didn't make him look terrible. Floyd was like 40 years old, though. Uh, but still, still. <laughs> 40 we'll years old still, yeah. I mean, he's that slick. He couldn't even really put his knuckles on on, on uh, Logan. Yeah. And Dylan, you watch some of Dylan's belt, Bellator fights and stuff, it's like he is not punch. comfortable on his feet. He does not want it on his feet. But he's probably going to make some decent bread. And uh, I still wouldn't be surprised if he pulled out. Really? This this close? Just when the pressure starts com- coming and it's like, fuck. I don't want to be a meme. Logan knocked me out and he might just pull out. Or he could be like, I now, especially with this lawsuit, I got $70,000 or $80,000. It could even be $100,000 of invoices in my email that I need to pay. Just and tough. if I pull out of this fight, then contractually he has to pay logan 100k so now he's probably like i just have to go in there and fucking just try to fight what if dylan wins though does the lawsuit just drop or no or see i, ha- I hate to say like what I'm, I'm like there's no way he wins i guess there's a way but i don't think fight, so brother. bro really it, it, it would be different if you watched him hit the bag and like boom and he, he had like some snaps like damn if one of those lands you could be in trouble yeah but he just doesn't have zero crack he punches like a grappler like me or what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is what Daniel said on the Twitter. If this cool main event comes together, as Dana said last night, he doesn't know if Paulo fights. If they can put together the cool main event that I'm hearing that is in the works, you guys will actually lose your minds. And if this cool main mm. event... wonder what it could be. Hopefully Bo Nickel, that would be lit, lit. That would be crazy. I don't think they'd give him Bo. I don't early. think they would, yeah. I don't think they would either. Yeah, be crazy. So, all right, I was uh, I was getting high last night. <laughs> well, no, it was two nights ago, and I haven't smoked. I didn't smoke for like seven days because I've been having the sinus shit going on that that's been going around. And I thought, I said, I wonder how many people tweeted it. How many people would go to heaven if there was the decider and the ultimate decider was God? I mean, was God? But God was able to see in your iCloud and your smartphone and that's where he kind of decided it your smartphone's memory everything you've typed in a group chat everything <laughs> you've ever searched yeah every picture you've ever sent every anything and now that's on a sheet of paper and god gets to judge that how fucked up is this guy would anybody go to heaven yeah me pop oh you see my group text you're going the hell <laughs> Would anybody go to heaven for real, though? I don't know. It just depends, brother. I don't think anyone Let's would. ask a... I don't fucking think anyone, because is there a male out there? Yeah, I'm sure there is, that never looks at porn. Me. <laughs> Come on, G. Ever? <laughs> um, yeah, your, your group chats, everything you've ever searched, how many people would go? And I was like, hmm, that's an interesting question. I'm like, let me make the maybe let me make the um punctuation better in that before I tweet. Because people are so fucking stupid about that punctuation on Twitter. It's like, dude, did you get the message? If you did, then good. I did what I was supposed to achieve. But I <laughs> typed it into AI, and this is what AI said. Uh, AI made a whole different story up. 
I said, hope this email finds you well. I wanted to discuss a thought-provoking topic that recently crossed my mind, which I believe may be of interest to you. The idea revolves around the concept of the afterlife and the potential factors that could determine who goes to heaven. Specifically, I pondered over the scenario of an unconventional decider for such matters. What if the iCloud or our smartphone memory assumed the responsibility of judging our worthiness for heaven? Intriguingly, this concept stems from the notion that these technological entities have an extensive record of our actions, which they do, particularly in relation to our online activities and group chats. Imagine if every search we ever had and every conversation we have engaged in through our phones was taken into consideration. If these digital platforms were to analyze our entire search history and group chat content, content, what would be the outcome in terms of the number of individuals eligible for heaven? Well, it seems like a peculiar concept. It prompts us to reflect upon the role of our online interactions and the potential consequences they may have in shaping our spiritual destiny. Imagine if our pursuit of knowledge, the connections we have made and discussions we have participated in were actually significant factors in determining, determining our eligibility for heaven. I found this notion to be both enlightening and thought-provoking as it urges us to consider the implications of our online actions and how they align with our personal values and beliefs. It compels us to contemplate the extent to which our digital footprint may impact our spiritual journey. In light of this, I am curious to hear your thoughts on the matter. Do you believe that such criteria could lead to a significant number of people attaining heaven, or do you think that the complexity of our human nature cannot be fully captured through our online interactions alone? Please feel free to share our opinions and insights as I value your perspective on this intriguing topic. I look forward to engaging in a meaningful discussion that with you. Thank you for your time and consideration. Warm regards, Tim. <laughs> bro, I love how you said that in two sentences and the AI did three paragraphs. Yeah. It's like, okay, bro. That's weird, though. It's weird how that AI just goes, boom, and just, it's there. Ugh. It's fucking weird. I just so, think with the jokes and stuff, like, it's not like we mean it. Like, the group chat shit, we're just being goofy. So it's like, yeah. And, and it, if God is real, like, he knows that. He can tell. Because if that's the case, then imagine all the people that have made these fucked up movies yeah. that went through their mind and they just put it on paper. Like the exorcist. So what, God will be able to now? see which, what, what's real and what's not. Yeah, he'll know. Or she. Well, how do we know it's a he? It's probably not a he or a she. It's a they. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a they. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's some interesting shit. Interesting shit there. People seem to like the Father John pod. Thought he was a good sport. Yeah. I need. To, I would love to have like some some leaders or whatever elders of every religion on here and just talk to them. Would be fire. I don't who know you, how to. Who get, would you want next? Maybe someone that believes in the Quran. Maybe a hardcore Jew. That'd be cool. Or. A higher-up Mormon. A Mormon with many wives. Ooh, I'd like to talk to him. What about Jehovah's Witness? Or too close to I would home? do it. I would do it. I would do Jehovah's Witness. And I asked my mom to come on, but she doesn't want to come on because that means she would be supporting... You? Supporting some of the bad things I talk about, which I don't I don't feel like I talk about any bad things. Um, but that's okay. Maybe she'll come on. I mean, I would love to just have my mom on and talk about her story, her life story, which is fucking crazy. And we don't even have to talk you about have religion. your mom and Sean's mom debate about their religion. Bro, my mom would bury Sean's really? mom. Yes. That she is... actually studies the Bible and like. <laughs> That'd be sick though just to see. Oh, it wouldn't. It would be a. Or it would, would it a, turn to a scrap? It'd be a TKO. Really? About, yeah. The first five minutes. Easily. 
Okay, Navalism, be patient. It takes 10 years to build a career in anything. True. Fuck, isn't that true? Isn't that true? If you're starting anything, like you've been grinding on your uh, product uh, company for about... Remember I had it when I first met you guys. Five, six years. Yeah. Slowly, slowly, but you like it and you enjoy doing it, so you keep doing it. Most people by now would have gave up a long time ago. Yeah. I wonder what the rate of people who start a podcast or even just start on YouTube... I wonder what the rate is of quitting. It's yeah. got to be up 95%. I'm sure. Because you, I mean. I think that's what Jiu-Jitsu taught me too. Just keep showing up. Like it's going to show your yeah. time on the mat doesn't lie. Mm-hmm. And like just showing up. But literally when you're showing up, it's not like, oh God, I'm just showing up. It's like, fuck. With, with anything. With the podcast, we've always been having, we'd had a good time with it with YouTube. Tent, you got to remember that. And that's why these kids that are 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 years old, they have, I remember having all this pressure on me. I'm like, I have so much pressure on me right now that I have to figure out what I want to do for the rest of my life. I have to figure it out right now. Was your fam putting that pressure or just like yourself? School, school for sure. And, and family. I know it's weird how they say by 18, you're supposed to know everything. Yep. It's like, bro, what? What? Like we're going to go to the, uh college prep day at school and they're gonna you're gonna pick what degree you're gonna do i know pick what degree and then we can start applying to those schools and you can get your loans out and just get fucking buried so when you have a kid what are you gonna tell him when he's coming up to that age he her or they hopefully i mean hopefully they enjoy something the academy they enjoy training for my kids i think that the training is going to be a required i think yeah but what would your advice be to them coming up when they're 18 like hey don't stress like you'll figure it out Oh yeah, I would say that. I would say that. Like, don't be in a hurry to. Because you're gonna go through a couple, three more years in life. You're still growing. Your brain's still developing. Your passion. You could not even know about your passion yet, and find it, and be like, "Oh, this is it. This is it. I want to grind on this. No matter how much money I'm making, I want to do this and improve at it." So I would say, yeah, don't put so much pressure on yourself. But no, also, if you're 21, 23, you're even 25, 26, 27. 10 years, you can be an expert in whatever you're passionate about. True. Like 10 years. But then you got to be okay with being broke for a while. Yeah, and if true. you've made all, all these, I mean, if you've knocked up girls and you have a kid now, now it's like you got to provide. You got to provide for that kid. You got to provide for that, that woman now. So then it changes. Or just leave their life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, 10 years though. Yeah, I remember that. People ask me all the time, is it 23 too late to start MMA? I'm like, I don't know. Do you like going to practice and fucking yeah, no. training? If you do, then it's not. People just want to be have their hand held, you know? Like, bro, figure it out. And then, yeah, if people hang out with or see people on TV that are a success in something, they don't see the fucking come up. Yeah. They don't see how hard it was coming up and how broke they were. Sorry about that. We, we might be going a little too deep from this little Mary J. <laughs> Would you say the same applies like in a, a relationship, friendship, relationship, whatever? Like it takes 10 years for it to be solid or what? No, I think people are solid, solid, but fucking anymore though, bro. I don't know how many relationships are solid. I know that aren't just fucking lies for real. That's hard. It's a fucking hard one. And like, if you're wanting like a, not an open relationship, I hate saying that. You know, people hear open relationships, they think you're just fucking all the time. <laughs> but 
But if you're on any sort of relationship like that, it's like that. I think that takes time to be able to develop trust, to be able to really understand each other, really kind of before you start any of that shit. Because if you're dating someone one year, two years, whatever, and you you fuck at someone else, it's like that's gonna be a t- t- be a tricky motherfucker. <laughs> Mormons do it. They got it fucking dialed. <laughs> that what inspired you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Other than that, we got two minutes till William Montgomery comes on. If you haven't seen William Montgomery, this motherfucker, dude, is a character. I was watching a little bit of your guys' pod that you hopped on. It was pretty funny. The fucker goes deep, doesn't he? <laughs> he goes deep. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. What else? We're going to Montana tomorrow, Thursday to Sunday. We got to drive to Allegiant. Allegiant's fucking dumb. I could go there and I'll hang out with my dad Friday. The boys are fighting. Looking forward to that that little trip. The air in Montana about this time of year is really fresh. And we got to go to New York. I don't really want to go to New York, but I think we're gonna. When are you guys doing that? Um, I think it's November 11th. We're supposed to stay for the UFC 290, uh, John Jones Stipe, but I might just come back. Just watch on TV. New York's a long flight, no? Like, yeah. It's like Miami. Yeah, five hours ish. Okay, starts in one minute here with William Montgomery. And is the record button at the on the bottom? Okay, when I press start. Uh, I'll go over there and look because Gary had said it automatically records, but I'll make sure it is. Okay, I, I think I got the record button here. So that'll be good. Good. What else we got going on? We got this new Patreon update. So where the chat, I can constantly chat with everyone on here. It's nice. Is there any BJJ or techniques or moves that translate well to the bedroom? <laughs> probably probably being able to stay active in a deep squat. I don't know. Did you just the techniques? Like a pack? Oh, techniques. Or moves? Double underpass? <laughs> I don't know if it helps. North-south position? Or no, um, that's weird. Double underpass. <laughs> North-south? What do you that's think? That's kinky, brother. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't say they translate. Really. S-mount? But I mean, maybe if someone's really good at jujitsu, they're probably pretty flexible. They're probably pretty strong in some different areas. <laughs> so I could see it transferring a little bit. Me too. Um. Oh, so Connor Strahan says, got to hear your thoughts on Usman possibly stepping in for Costa. Well, that'd be crazy. That would be sweet. I didn't even think of that. Because that, yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting. I think... I think Usman would beat him. I mean, Kamzat would beat him. Really? Five rounds? Five rounds? Well, how hard has Usman been training? If That's he's true. been training for real, I'd be like, damn, Usman might beat him. He's so used to a five-round pace. He has good wrestling. Probably not Kamzat-level wrestling, but he's got good fucking wrestling. Colby could barely take him down, and Colby's wrestling is good as fuck. So if he was ready for five rounds, been preparing for five rounds, then I wouldn't be surprised if he won. Did you see um, Colby? Uh, William said, so just click this link. I'm not seeing where to put the password. I, yeah, he should just be able to click it then. If it pulls up the password just in case. Okay, cut this part out too. Like, no, I don't mind it. I, don't, I think people, the people don't mind it. One fucking bit. Uh, what were you saying though? Uh, Colby said that if he gets the belt, he'd want to defend it against Islam at mm-hmm. 170. At 170? Yeah. That would be sweet. Southpaw and Southpaw. 
The fucking beasts. Grapplers. Mm-hmm. Is it pulling up? We got one participant here. Okay, L. Puff Daddy says, battling addiction to screen time and scrolling. What's I, your screen time, brother? Bro, I think that's addiction <laughs> everyone's battling. I know. Pick Fuck, up a book. it's just that. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, if you're spending, if you don't have anything really going. Yeah, imagine if we didn't have jujitsu or like the other side stuff that we've been doing. And it's just pure pussy and knockouts and stuff like that on, on our search feed. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or what if it wasn't? What if we didn't have that going for us? Like martial arts and shit. Yeah, I don't fucking know, dude. It wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be good one bit. God damn it. Is it working? He should just pop up as soon as you click that link. Because I'm in the meeting right now. Yeah. So he should pop up on. Yeah. I don't know, L Puff Daddy. You got to fucking do something, bro. You got to find a time. Start slow. Turn that fucking phone off. Maybe not 8.30, 9 at night. Turn on airplane mode. But then it's like, God, I don't even know the advice for that. That's just tough. But it's just that I, uh, this is why I think people do like jujitsu practice. They come here and it just gives them a chance to shut off their phone. I don't know. I wish I could help you more on that LL Puff. Pete says, Timbo, when you were broke and coming up, how did you pay for doctor's appointments and such when you got injured? I remember I did the Medicaid for a while. And then sometimes I had to pay and I had bills. I had bills just sitting there and I'd pay monthly fucking 20, 30 bucks on them. And then when you're in a better place financially, you just pay them off. That's what I did. Okay, so he said. <laughs> Is he kidding? Can I get on or what he happened? Said, he sent me this a bit screenshot of the Zoom and said, join meeting. I said, click join meeting. <laughs> this motherfucker, when I was typing He's in. He's old, huh? He's oh. like. Were I don't he? think he's that old. No, he's not that old. But when I he he said, "Well, let me get your number," and he was putting <laughs> his number in the text box and putting his name. He was had something totally fucked up. I'm like, "Holy shit! This guy's never seen a phone in his life." <laughs> he probably is like late thirties, I would assume. Yeah, I think so too. You're getting up there, bud. Yeah. Uh, Noah says here tips on being a better jujitsu coach, especially for kids. Kids, you literally got to just dumb it down as much as possible. Try to keep their focus a little bit. If they stop losing their focus, one thing I do here is like when I do help out, if I don't, they can't keep their focus and do the move. Okay, here William says. Meeting ID. I am and this is coming up. So now I got to send him the meeting ID. Is that meeting ID on here? The meeting ID should be... Okay, we're back again, ladies and gentlemen. We're having some serious technical difficulties. William Montgomery's having a hell of a time clicking the link. Um, so I think that's uh, that's what's going on there. Sometimes these iPhones are a little too deep. So maybe we can get William Montgomery next time on the show, and maybe I can call him and walk him through how to click a link <laughs> on the iMessage. So no worries there. Okay, here we go. We got Pete on Patreon here. Timbo, when were you when you were broke and coming up? How did you pay for doctor appointments? We answered that one. Noah Rodriguez tips on being, but we did that one too. Rooster Reaper seven two five thoughts on wanting friends to succeed, but they don't want to succeed themselves. 
Um, that that doesn't. I mean, you got to. Okay, if if you if you that this is one thing that pisses me off too. Friends, friends, certain friends. You try to give them advice, and they're not looking to hear your advice. It goes through one ear out the other. As soon as it comes into their ear, that advice, they think about yeah, but 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 but. but. Some people literally legit don't know how to fucking like listen and take in information in their brain. It just comes into their brain, and they're whatever they're programming, they're conditioning, and it just it just you lose it somewhere, or it just goes one through one ear out the other. And they don't, and it's just always like, poor me, fucking poor me. It's like, it's, you want to help, but almost they're helpless. If they don't take your advice for a couple things, it's like, it's almost pointless. Also, too, it's like, I don't know if reading books helped me with this. William Montgomery says, holy shit, this came up again. I'm going to say, okay, no worries. I even locked back into the whole thing. I said, okay, no worries, brother. We'll try it another day. Um, I wonder I wonder if you could just FaceTime him. Because the Roadcaster Pro would pick up the audio, I think. Yeah, try FaceTiming him. And then just uh, the only thing with that is... Oh, yeah, if, it's, if the audio sync. Let's see. I'm just thinking you probably have to screen, re- screen record your uh, screen. To see him. Or you come by behind me for a second. God. Damn, what the fuck is happening? Bro, I'm fucking freaking the fuck out. Yeah, no. I mean, I uh, uh, was just eating at a place called The Beauty Shop where Elvis Presley's, one of his wives you see, and I'm trying. I'm in this rental car, and I'm trying to uh, fucking log in. I'm almost wondering, are you messing with me right now or something? Is this some sort of... Uh, uh, like oh, are a you prank? really pranking me? No, I'm not. But I seen you on that iPhone at Mitzi's bar, and I know you're a technical genius when it comes to these phones. Uh, <laughs> shit, I wish Tim. I'm not at all. What happened yesterday, Eric? Something happened yesterday. I couldn't do. I can't. Well, you know, with the, the tap tap card i couldn't figure out how to use the tap card with the debit card where you tap it with the debit card <laughs> yeah i wasn't placing it correctly yeah well that is a little deep um have you ever experienced zoom call before yeah no totally and i i honestly i tried to log back in uh tim to my zoom thing because i don't think i was logged in but i was on a zoom call about a month ago and i wasn't logged in so i didn't think that would matter Oh yeah, I don't think that'd matter either. It could be something glitchy on my part, hundred percent. How's your trip in Memphis? It's wonderful. It was about a ten. Who the fuck is behind you right now? Who's that guy? That's my videographer. Don't mind him one bit. Hello. Um. Yeah. It was. Uh. It was a good ten-hour drive, and now we're trying to figure out. My father uh, confronted us down in the den last night. He doesn't want me to. I'm doing a show here on Saturday. And the plan was just to drive back to Austin after the show at 10 p.m. But he, Larry's all scared. I'm going to crash or something. So he's trying to get it where we drive back Friday. It's all fucking ordeal. And then, Tim, I get down into my bedroom that I grew up in. And the uh, uh, walls all used to be kind of a cool brown color with a bunch of pictures of cyclists, like climbing up mountains and looking all hardcore with uh, mud on them. And my mom has totally changed my uh, bedroom and now it has floral 
uh, wallpaper on it. And then it's a twin bed. So Erica and I cannot fit in it. And it's fucking loud as shit. So I've slept on the couch the past two nights. And it's been a, uh, it's been something else. I think luckily today we're going to see where Martin Luther King got assassinated. Not that that's a good thing. I love Martin Luther King, but I think we're going to go uh, see where James Roy shot him. Uh, wow. That'll be that'll be super neat. Well, who's taking care of Gator right now? Nobody. She's running around wild at my family, my parents' house. So uh, she's having fun. We've been letting her outside at night, but we're making sure... She's all right because my the neighborhood my parents live in has a bunch of owls and hawks, so we don't want her to uh, to get swooped up because I don't know what would happen. There's a shotgun up in Vance, one of my brothers. There's a shotgun up there, so I might grab it and do something. So let's pray to God that doesn't happen. Have you guys been? Have you and your lovely lady have been getting any good eats out there in Memphis? Yeah, this place we just ate at called the Beauty Shop. It was wonderful. And then my my dad cooked out some steaks last night. Uh, yeah, it's been really good. As long as I can convince my father that we're safe um, to drive back Saturday night after the show, everything's going to look good. Because I'm planning on going to my old high school. They have a football game against our bitter, bitter rival Christian Brothers High School, CBHS, on Friday. So I wanted to go to that fucking game. And I kind of want to go to MUS, that's the high school I went to, just during the day, maybe tomorrow, and see if they'll let me talk during their chapel on Friday. But what somebody I know already asked if I could do that. And I guess the headmaster now has looked up my shit, and he doesn't want me speaking <laughs> to him. So it pisses me off. He said absolutely fucking not. Yeah, it'd be bullshit, because I know it would be a hell of a chapel speech I could give, but they're fucking, I don't know, they're letting, like, history teachers and bullshit, just boring chapel speeches, so, I don't know, I think we're gonna walk in there and just let them know that I'm an alumni, but with how I look now, I don't know if I would scare people, because it's kind of a hoity-toity school, so I don't Mm -hmm. know if they would let me pass the security gates, but we might try that later today, and I might bring that shotgun, just in case things get hairy or what have you. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Well, William, I'll let you get on your day. Great talking to you. We'll have to Zoom again, maybe on the Timbo Sugar Show, maybe on this one, and then uh, maybe we could send you a tutorial on how to click the link. Please do. Well, I was trying to give you screenshots so you don't think I'm just pulling your leg, Tim, because that's the last thing I want is for you to think that I'm pulling your leg because I swear to you, Tim, I'm not pulling your fucking leg. It's been kind of a stressful. Again, the bed is tiny. It makes tons of noise. It's been a real stressful two nights, and there's a ghost down in my family's uh, den, and I heard it the past two nights. I swear to God, I heard the ghost the past two nights. Well, well, hopefully everything goes smooth. Hopefully your ba- your back's holding up on that bed. Is it your back holding up? Yeah, the back's holding up. I've just had to be sleep. I've been sleeping on the couch just on my stomach because if I sleep on my back, I get sleep paralysis and. I really don't need the sleep paralysis in my parents' haunted house because I'm worried about what things I would see during the sleep paralysis if that happened in my parents' house. Yeah, I can understand that. Okay, well, well, William, great to see you again. I love you, and we'll talk to you soon. You too. Love you, Tim. Okay, love you, bud. Bye. Okay, William Montgomery, ladies and gentlemen. I think that would have been an excellent Zoom call. We'll have to do that again in the future. Because I had some very good questions for him. I wanted to ask William some questions like, what was the worst time bombing ever? Because they were talking a little bit about it, how about 
how he kills every time at Kill Tony, he kills every every week. He's the he's the uh main event on Kill Tony show on YouTube and he's fucking hilarious every time. But then he goes to these bigger arenas and bigger stadiums and has a tough time getting that crowd going. And Joe said they were talking to him, trying to get him off reading the script. But I think when he reads his little script, he does a fresh minute on Kill Tony every week. That would be so fucking hard. I think when he reads his his little paper, it's kind of funny. So William's a character. He actually is really like that in real life. That's actually him, which is fucking sweet. So good talking to you, William. And what else did I want to ask you? I wanted to ask him some of the, what the maddest he's ever actually actually made Tony. Has he made Tony really mad? And he used to do triathlons, believe it or not. He used to be an in-shape triathlon athlete. I also want to ask him, curious, when he lost his virginity, I'm sure that's a hell of a story by William. And uh, other than that, that's good. So maybe we'll get him back on. Maybe we'll get him on the Timbo Sugar Show maybe next week. If uh, I just tried to uh, do it on my end on my iPhone and I got in. Just perfect. <laughs> yeah. Did you do use a meeting ID or yeah, just use, the password? I used both. And I did just, the oh. ID and then the code. I think the copy and paste is where he got lost. Yeah, because now it just says waiting for you to join, but that's because you closed yeah. the laptop. So that's no worries there. <laughs> Apologize for all those te technical difficulties. Jay's going to have to probably do some editing. Good. when it comes to that so what else we got going we could read some two short lyrics or some million dollars worth of chains lyrics just to get people in the right mindset for today million dollars worth of game that's the one thing i love about spotify i'll smoke a little weed and then i'll go on my porch turn on some spotify songs and then just click up and then you have the lyrics so now you have your own little karaoke going on there and some of these rap lyrics are just too fucking funny. And I wouldn't mind reading them. Reading them here and there. Million dollars worth of game. 42 Doug. Let's read that like we're just telling a story. Okay. Okay. Ton. Here we go. We'll start when the, when the song starts here. Ton. And if the beat live, you know Lil Jew made it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see if we'll turn it up here. We'll go a little faster with this song. This is Million Dollars Worth of Game. Two Chains and 42 Doug. Bitch who? Maybach truck and the coupe. Only time I'm going back and forth is for the juice. Fed still got me in court. Shit's crazy. Only time I let a bitch record is when I'm writing. I'm famous, but can't shit change a <laughs> here. A million dollars worth of game. Yeah. I sold green, sold white, sold lyrics, courtside, watching the Hawks play the Pissons. Okay, money on my nightstand, jewelry on my nightstand, aftermarket extendo, I pray it don't jam. They say it's on site, and I guess it's on site then. First couple of shows, the effin' was my hype man. Way before the PJ, I had a flight planned. The goat with me, shake his hand, that's my right hand. A whole fuck yo homeboys, out of spite, man. We had so much to lean in the store, running out of Sprite, man. And y'all don't get it. A, hey, I'm a fitted. Put he out here, say a bunch of shit. God, see, I'm losing this one. I'm losing this one. Maybe Too we'll, deep or what? Maybe we'll try a two short one. Too short always had some of the finest lyrics in the game and also beats. Two short greatest hits. We can do the ghetto, money in the ghetto. I like when he talks about girls. Uh, pimpology. We'll try this one. I'm sure this one's good here. Hopefully it has the lyrics. Pimpology by Too Short. Ah, uh, they won't let me play it. 
Are we careful with the monetize? Oh yeah, sorry. All we want is money. I keep them broke. Wake up one morning and with some money to spend, they go crazy. I'm going to tell you a story in a stereo about the pimping game that you should know. But if you don't, it's all right because I'll be spitting this game to you all damn night. When I was three years old, straight pimp game, I was told my daddy sent me to pimp school. In this man's world, you can't be no fool. If a pimp is what you want to be, you're going to have to learn pimpology. Pimpology is a pimp's profession can't be affected by the Great Depression. So if you want to be giant-sized, come to school. Come to my school, get pimpmatized. In your school, what do they teach? English, math, and history. Pimping game, you can learn. And if you do, you will, you will earn a pimp diploma. Just for you, for learning what you're taught when you come to school. Lesson one, you should know never fall in love with your hoe. Lesson two tells you to do only one thing. And that's act cool. Lesson three, don't be a trick if she's poor. If she's rich, if your game is soft or hard, it shouldn't take long to break the broad. <laughs> Lesson four, keep your hoe. It's the important thing to know because I pimp or die. I'm like the Mac riding around Oakland in a Cadillac. But on the other hand, if you can't pimp and the hoes keep treating you like a simp, I don't know what to say about you boys. You better go to the store and buy some toys. Because you can't play this game. Next time you hear grown folks talking, shut the fuck up, you hear? Now you heard my story in stereo about the pimping game. That you should know, and if you don't, it's alright. Because I'll be spitting this game to y'all damn night. I'm short, dog. Ain't nothing nice. I never f rap fake when I'm on the mic. I ride around town in a clean Benz. Never ever fronting on my real cool friends. My zodiac sign is a Taurus, the bull. I drink Old English, and I do not get full. If you're wondering why I don't stop my rap, because the other MCs can't rock like that. I pimp these hoes, that's how it goes. Tenders on my beeper all day and night. I'm a true blue player. Homeboy, that's right. Okay, we go all day with the two short lyrics. <laughs> that's what you do at home? <laughs> yeah, but I actually sing it. I actually sing you it. Say it well, we go back and forth. I'll pick a song sometime and I'll make, let her <laughs> sing that song. You're doing a karaoke night? Uh, I haven't done one of those for a long time. I have in the past. I've really let loose and I've made a fool of myself in the past with that. So I prefer to just do it in my backyard. Looks like they're doing like the open workouts for Dylan and Logan. Dylan's just doing jujitsu. Just grappling. <laughs> so it's like Logan's, I mean, Dylan's smart. I mean, he's... If he would have just went on to fighting, he'd be fighting these monsters, maybe make maybe making 15 and 15, 20, 20. Now he's making probably a flat fee of probably a quarter of a million, I would guess. From his boxing maybe, match? Maybe 500K. Could be 500K from his boxing match. And he's going to go out there and get just probably smoked and make 500K. More money than you'd make in MMA for the longest time, if ever. So it's... Perfect. So now he's got a built-in excuse. I'm a grappler. Duh, I'm going to lose, but still get paid. I don't know. What else you got going? You got your little event Saturday. Where at, Jay? Yeah, it's going to be downtown Phoenix. It's going to have new new clothes, new geese. Um, yeah, I posted it on my stories and my uh, grid, just like all the information about it. Like so JX period Soto and uh, the address will be, it'll be downtown Phoenix. Go get your hands on some of that new merch because the product, his merch goes by quick. What else we got? Sorry about that William shit. God, I wanted to chat with him because I know we'd have a hell of a deep chat. 
go yeah. deep in all different areas. Because you didn't even hear the audio on that, did you? Yeah, because it's on the... Uh... Oh, you had your earphones on? Oh, I didn't know. Oh, okay. I know it was on. Okay. Like recorded it. Yeah, least. no, for sure it was. We'll be able to put that in there. What else we got going? I don't think we really got much. Paulo Casa just tweeted, I'm not pulling out of this fight anyway. Let me fight fuck gourmet chinchin. I'm here in Abu Dhabi already and prepared, motherfuckers. Yeah, so if, if the commission caught wind of that, who knows how strict that commission is. Um, So we'll see here. Matthias Gamrot was the backup fighter, is on a plane to Vegas to confront confront Dana White and UFC matchmakers. He w has threatened violence after being skipped for the title shot. This is MMA Uncensored, and they, they uh, tweet out some bullshit all the time. So, th But this could be true because I bet she is pissed. He's put in a five-round fight camp like, hey, there's a good chance Charles could pull out or Islam could pull out, and now it happened, and then all of a sudden he got skipped. Boom. Fuck, that would suck. That would definitely be a, a bummer. Has anybody rented that uh, your gym across the street yet, or took over it? No, nope, no, nope. we're looking, trying to lease it. I'm wasting fucking like three racks a month on that place. Oh, fuck, it's just sitting there empty. But uh, hopefully, this bakery's trying to get in there. Everyone's having. There's so many people that want it, but then they go to the city, and the city's like, "Well, we could give you your." your permits in a week or we give them in three months so people don't want to pay rent for three months and have to wait for those permits so damn that's a fat cut on charles i know on his eyebrow that's a fat cut stitches on that 10 days yeah there's a good chance you lose the fight because of that you get punched once that's still that's uh not completely healed that's going to bust open you lose the fight so it's like fuck probably smart to pull out that's how those, those shoot box guys they train so fucking hard though they go like live all the time with hard, hard. So bound to get hurt. Um, all right. Well, I said that's it. Kind of got messed up a little bit because we missed the William, the William interview. So hopefully we can run that one back, ladies and gentlemen. I got a lot of shit to do today. I gotta train the soldiers at noon. I gotta go home do some shit, and we got some shit to do. So, all right, guys, hit that like, like, subscribe button, comment below what you think. And uh, we're almost to 100K. I think we're coming up here on 73,000. So I appreciate all you guys. You guys are the fucking best. Love you all. See you next week.